0: up everyone i'm joe the host i am the host of beyond the Woodline, and tonight i have with me a special co-host adam begin adam adam how you doing buddy what is going on my friends what's going on man what's the good word that's the man shit i just wanted to catch up with you man and i was like i got so many shows coming up i said you know i need to get some help here and somebody help me out you know so i don't get yeah, worn out and you're one of the yeah, first you guys know, I, you know i, I love I that about, brother
1: man.
0: yeah and i you're, you're one of the first guys i thought about you and big dog of course you know um uh, you know, and if was not following Adam, you need to follow Adam, man. He's got the best freaking content. He's got the great, great trying, pictures man. of all his travels and just everywhere he goes, man. He takes some great pictures of whether it's cemeteries, churches, uh, whatever. Murder you know.
1: sites, movie sites, murder sites, murder victim. The thing is, and I, I want to get into our guest real quick, and I appreciate, the, you, know, you, you know, I love being on the show. And as soon as you said you had a cryptid, I go, oh, man, I got to go on. But – you know I me, man. I don't stay put. I know I'm. I'm fairly new friends with Ryan, and he'll see. But I've got my YouTube channel, Adam the Historian Ghost Hunter, and that's where I go to like vampire graves in in, in West Virginia, and I you know H.H. Uh, Holmes, America's first documented serial killer's grave. I've looked for mermaids in Gloucester, Massachusetts. I've been to the Bridgewater Triangle. I've you know, just like our, our get a friend here. I never stop. To me, life's so full of little ant bullshit and the news. I just assume, besides wrestling, which is my only really kind of cheesy thing i do. I'm out looking I'm, I'm looking for places where, where movies were filmed um, like The Exorcist and shit like that I'm looking for where murder victims were or buried. I'm looking for where people were murdered where gangsters were um, um, where the first hamburger was invented in New Haven, Connecticut at Lou's Lunch, 1898, went there got a burger. I went to Sleepy Hollow last month. Um, so now I got heat exhaustion. I got heat rash all over me. I've been kind of going too hard <laughs> doing a lot of Stephen King sites in Bangor filming sites, Pet Cemetery where he shot that when he dug up Gage and it's 98 here in Maine, so my fucking, th- my blood's too thick for Nevada. So, been laying low a couple weeks, but I've been, yeah, I appreciate the shout out. But anyway, fucking Ryan, dude. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, let's let's jump right yeah, into yeah.
0: it. Yeah, man, let's just get into it. It's, uh, Ryan Paul Tremblay, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing today? Yeah, man, we're doing great, man. Thanks for coming hey, on Ryan, the show, right? man. Hey, My uh, pleasure, man. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I hope you you know you you enjoy Adam. He's a great great guy. You can probably tell oh. that already, man. Oh yeah,
2: I can tell, man. I like his enthusiasm,
0: dude. I, I'm telling I you, man.
2: Dude,
0: once you start following him, you know, you're, you're gonna get so enthralled with everything he does.
2: There's like no
1: cocaine, man. I smoke weed and I got ADHD and I embrace it and I just fucking go and fuck that, you know. That and man, that's how you do it. Brother. That's um, how you oh, do it. Brian Bolhall, says, "What's up to everybody?" And Shannon Rogers and Heather. Um, I, I shared this the hell out of this thing the last couple hours uh brian's mm-hmm. cool he does a lot of stuff so man i gotta yeah. jump right into it i'm gonna steal joe's show and jump right into it ryan oh, yeah, you've was- been into bigfoot and all that shit dude forever right you've been i mean oh, you're a new yeah. england boy like me we're talking mm-hmm. young gun though i mean what turned you on was it godzilla and everything really that was it
2: movie monsters yeah actually what happened is i watched uh, toho's half human and if you've never seen that movie i highly recommend you see that movie it's about the yeti you know and so i saw that movie and i was like god that is such a cool monster and I have an older brother who's also a Monster fan like I am. So he showed me the Patterson-Gimlin film. And ever since I saw the PG film, dude, I was just hooked.
1: Hooked, yes. You know, I so I, things, started,
2: yeah, I started looking up, you know, Bigfoot stuff all in the library, the local library at my school. I started looking at the books there, and they didn't really have to too, too much. So I started going to the libraries in town and started reading as much stuff as I could. And I learned of, like, you know, the Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, you know, Mothman. And then I heard of Dover Demons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, <wore Yep>. <laughs> I heard over demon. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a homegrown monster. So I started looking into that thing. And it's just it blossomed, dude. I just started loving all kinds of monsters, everything. You name it. Aliens, werewolves, anything that was a monster. I'm like, yes, I had to look into it.
1: Mythical, even like that's what I'm, i know. Joe's got big footprints and shit. Right, Joe, you got some casting? Yeah, he was showing me. Bob Giblin
2: from Patterson, the Giblin film, Bob Giblin oh that's yeah. beautiful wow yeah,
1: like astral cat, <laughs>
2: that's awesome dude you yeah. know
1: but yeah man yeah. i i the same thing with me especially in maine we always knew bigfoot and of course native americans when to go and then of course nessie is like probably big and famous but then you start learning about like mm-hmm. you say like the jersey devil and yeah the Mothman, and the backwards Monster and the beast of bray road one of my things yes. you know all about that i saw you mm-hmm. with, yeah
2: Yep. Yeah. Dogman was actually something that for a while, dude, I didn't believe in the dogman and the Beast of Bray Road. You know, I would get stories about somebody running into a bipedal canine, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, how can a canine walk on two legs? But then, what happened? And I think this was the universe's way of kind of laughing at me. Is I had my own dogman encounter where I live in Arizona. Whoa. So you know, when you see something like this, when you see it firsthand, and you're looking right at it, and it's looking at you. You don't have any choice but to actually believe in it. You know, you're going, okay, I was wrong. These things are real. I need to start looking into this stuff. So Dogman really became a big obsession for me, dude. And it just led into so many other things. It branched off this way, that way, that way, that way. And wow. here I am. <laughs> yeah. And you were yeah, faced if to
1: the, out with this beast. <laughs> yeah. if,
2: if, if you don't mind uh, what happened in that encounter? what was going yeah. on. Okay, well, I'll go into the whole story so everybody kind of gets the layout. My friend and his wife had gone away on vacation, and they own a house here, right? So being the friend that I was, they asked me to do checkups on their house, make sure there's no vagrants on property, no coyotes or anything like that. So I would go, and I would do checkups morning, afternoon, and night. And one night, about midnight, I'd say, I was going to his backyard. I always check the backyard to make sure no one's in there. I heard some commotion back there. And at first, it, you know, it clicked on my brain going, well, maybe this is like a, a trespasser, like a vagrant guy, because he used to come up from the riverbed. And they would try to, you know, hang out in his shed or his pool area. So being the guy that I was, I heard the noise and I'm like, hey, you know, try to scare off anybody out there. And at first there was no response, but then I heard like, you know, footsteps. And I'm like, okay, it's a pretty ballsy guy. And so once again, I was like, hey, you know, trying to sound even bigger than I really am. <laughs>
1: that's smart. This
2: time, this time I was answered back with a growl. Like I heard this deep guttural growl that like I could feel in my chest, man, when the growl went off, I could feel it vibrating (laughs) in my chest and I I just stopped. I'm like, okay, what is that? You know, so living in Arizona, I thought maybe, okay, mountain lion, right? But it didn't sound like a mountain lion. Yeah. And it didn't sound like a coyote either though. And so I'm like, dude, what the hell? So I thought maybe bear, but a bear in Arizona, not not where I live, not likely at all. So I'm just like, you know, I'm sitting there going, hey, I yell, hey, again, there's another growl. And I see this thing in silhouette and it's on all fours at first. It's hunched over. So it looks like it's trying to hide. And as I'm looking at it, it's like it's moving closer to me. But it's moving very carefully where you can tell it's like trying to gauge what I'm doing there. And as I'm staring at this thing, I'm going, what in the hell is this? What am I looking at right now? Is that a human? But I could tell from the silhouette, you could see the fur kind of sticking up. It's not a human. Right. So I thought, okay, big dog. And as it got closer, the security lights behind me kicked on and I saw the lights reflect off of its eyes and it was giving off like this amber yellow glow. And I could see the eyes were right on me. So as I'm looking at it, it's looking right at me. And that's when it stands up
1: real quick at height level. Also, it stood up. I I was like, but it stood up and then it reached your level.
2: Yeah, and it was taller than me. It was about six and a half feet. I'm a, about five, ten and a half, so I'm not too small. But when this thing stood up, it was like big. It was really big. And so I'm looking at it. It's looking at me, and I'm not moving because at this point, I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm not going to try to run because, you know, with the predators, you don't want to run. It instigates a predator prey mechanism where they're going to chase after you. Right yeah. So as I'm watching it, I can see the ears going up, going down. And the head's kind of tilting side to side, like a dog does when it's curious about you. Trying to figure you out. What's
1: this? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Then what it does is it charges forward about three feet. So it's a bluff charge and it just suddenly stops and stands back up again. And it holds on to this branch that's in this tree and he's just staring at me for a minute. And I'm just, I'm frozen in place, man. I'm not moving anywhere. I'm going. If I run, I'm dead. You know, sure. It's not too far from the door, but it's only about 15 feet away okay and i could smell this thing dude i could smell the the musk that was giving off this smell of like rotten meat feces and urine and body sweat you know so with all that combined i'm just going oh do- god don't move you're gonna die and it's just it's staring at me i'm staring at it but i'm you know diverting my eyes so i'm not staring it right in the eyes that's the one thing you don't want to do with a predator is stare it right in the eyes so it just stares at me for a few minutes longer and it starts backing away So as it's backing away i'm just watching it go watching it go watching it go and i could hear twigs snapping i could hear kicking the rocks and once it was far enough away man i was out i suddenly had rocket boosters up my butt i was just (laughs) in the house i'm closing the windows i'm locking the windows i'm closing the doors i'm locking those. i'm looking in the drawers for knives or whatever i can use i don't have
1: any weapons on you at all nothing either you went out no. barehanded so you're gonna fist right. fight a fucking dog man dude a human werewolf You fucking lose,
2: <laughs> right so i called well, up my you fr- tough
1: bastard i don't know but good luck unless you're fucking rocky balboa holy shit <laughs> right but like so you, call- you say you don't look him in the eyes because that thing that, that makes them think that you're one-upping them like you say he yeah. out, he's like what's up what's up and you're just like smart yeah. you won't play dead in a way holy shit
2: right i mean i wasn't gonna challenge this thing man because if it puffed up i'd be like okay you know i would have coward so i'm like yeah no we're not playing that game so i called up my friend i'm like yo what the hell's going on in your backyard i just saw like a hyena like thing in your in your yard dude and he's on the phone he's like ryan there's no hyenas in arizona dude and i'm like well y- yeah i know but i saw one so <laughs> and this thing got up on two legs man so what the hell's going on in your backyard bro wow and, he didn't want to believe me at first. So when he came home with his wife, sure enough, we went back to where he, in his backyard, and you could see the scuff marks where the claws had kicked dirt. And so he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and he's like, "Yo, Ryan, you saw something here, dude." Wow. And so I started looking into it, and I spoke to other people that had seen similar type dogmen, and I learned the hyena type is definitely a type of dogman. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it's actually a pretty common description too.
2: Yeah, yeah. And in with fact, I started getting. Look. Wow. I started getting reports from people in different parts of Arizona that had seen a hyena type creature like I had. So I'm going, oh, oh, there's something to this. So,
1: but they're differently so, like an African species. They're not really in America at all. Are they hyenas? Are they in America?
2: No, I don't no, they're not. Although in prehistoric times, in like in Nevada and places like that, there was a prehistoric species of hyena, but they weren't bipedal. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh. Yeah, but an there. interesting thing to look at though, if you look at the flora and the fauna, and the temperature here in Arizona, it's very similar to Africa, right? Makes you know, sense. So, That's right. Yeah, if these things started in Africa. It's possible that it came over here, and they okay. could acclimate extremely well because the weather and everything around it is very similar to where they started.
0: Yeah. Brian asked, sense. "What is sniffing? Uh, uh, could you hear sniffing or breathing?" Or
2: yeah, yeah, I could hear its teeth grinding, snap, right. snap, 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 and like you could see the jaw kind of you know going like this
1: hmm i wonder if he you know, was full I, and he didn't need you because he you no, know what I, I mean i wonder if he, you said he smelled like food like rotten food maybe he just ate a carcass mm-hmm. i mean then it was actually like shower
2: it's possible but like i spoke to my brother he's a hunter who has tons of dogs and when i told him about the the chattering of the jaws he's like well it was kind of nervous then because dogs do that when they're nervous or excited oh
1: like humans so, kind of too, kind of. right, <laughs> yeah. right so
2: with my small body, I was somehow making it nervous, and I'm like, Why would it be nervous? It could have pounced on me from 15 feet.
1: The loud, the, hey, you making your voice bigger. That's what scares bears away. That's why they're scared of little dogs. Oh, they don't like big noise. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think he's probably like, Who the fuck? he's small, but he's fucking loud. And 510s are really <laughs> small, 58s really average. 510s actually kind of big, <coughs> but
2: yeah. But for it, him it, to be it, higher I, than
1: you, I, fuck, yeah, yeah, when, when, he stood up,
2: when he stood up, you could hear. I I don't know if it was his feet or his hips that went. Made that really loud pop noise. It sounded like, you know, no, and I'm, I'm like, like, whoa, <laughs> oh, Jesus! Yeah, and
0: that's pretty common too. People hear that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And you know, like, That's in uh, Joe's area, right? From... Joe, you're hmm? in Texas, Arizona, right? New Mexico area. Well,
0: I, no, well, I'm in Texas. I'm a long way from Arizona. Well, it's not yeah, too you far. To, like Roswell I mean, and shit, yeah, though, yeah, the yeah. hours or so maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, you know, so. also, I think other animals see us as predators, so. Mm-hmm. Predators usually avoid other predators anyway, even in a fight. Right. If they can take them because they don't want to get hurt.
2: You know, right. you know? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. think
0: about it,
1: too. Out of all the animals, we're the only ones that smell like axe cologne and weed and fucking old pieces. <laughs> like, what the fuck is all this right. weird smell? We like, were fucking right. like aliens. A regular hyena would see you and think you smell like a Walmart. They go, what the fuck is that? They wouldn't have a clue. You don't smell like a giraffe, man. We don't fit in. And that's, that's why true. these things target us. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. Yeah. Um, I got to ask Ryan, because I asked Joe before, because Joe's been on my show. I've been on his. I do my own show, which I'd love to have you on. Historically Haunted oh. show and Historically Haunted podcast. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Not gonna steal, I'm not going to I'm I'm telling Joe, I'm going to steal your guest. No, just kidding. But I mean, yeah. maybe down the road, have you on. But I got to ask, um, do you think there's a connection between beasts and aliens? Like you, I've heard that people think Bigfoot is the former us and aliens are the future us. And we're kind of in the middle.
2: Hmm. I think there could be. I mean, a lot of people do talk about that. And I have spoken to people, and I've seen other encounters with people where they've seen, like, a UFO in the same area they see a Bigfoot or a dogman. Like, they see the Bigfoot first or the Joe UFO. Joe said that last
1: time. Remember, Joe? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So, they, I mean, why not, right? I, I mean, do you believe in – you must do paranormal, too. I mean, you into ghosts and witches and type shit, too, or just cryptids?
2: Um, ghosts, not so much. But, I mean, I do delve into the supernatural and the paranormal in the sense that I study the Wendigo and the Yenadalushi, the Skinwalkers. And when you look into those two topics right there, you absolutely cannot ignore the paranormal.
1: Yeah, you believe right. that, Joe? You agree? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, I know Joe's all about all that shit, too. I mean, obviously, Beyond the Woodline can go anywhere. And I like to be right. open. When I, mean, I say I'm in the paranormal field, I'm like, I'm in everything from, from Bigfoot's fucking uh, – it smells like Bigfoot's dick. What's that movie? Uh, Anchorman, when he had the cologne on. I'm everything from Bigfoot <laughs> to fucking E.T. to Poltergeist. It's all good. Um, mm-hmm. and so i got to ask you, what's your, what's your personal favorite cryptid besides Bigfoot?
2: Oh, or, God. Yeah, you know, like I love so many of them. I love the Gugwee, the Genosqua. But I think the Yenadolushi and the that? Wendigo are really my favorites nowadays.
1: That's cool. The Ohio mm-hmm. Gas Man. And the, uh, one of my favorites is because I, I like this band called Acid Witch. It's like a slow stoner band, and they sing about Halloween every time. Mm-hmm. But they're from Detroit, and they sing about this someone maybe you know. A lot of people don't know. The Nain Rouge. He's celebrating oh, Detroit's yes. little red devil, and he comes out yep. he's like destruction. Yes, he's like a little red dwarf. Nain yeah. means dwarf, yeah, and dwarf, and Rouge means red, red dwarf. And they sing mm-hmm. a song about him, how he's seen when destruction is is like the Mothman was when the bridge collapsed. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. They have a festival every year. They all dress like red little devils and walk on the street. Yep. I, yeah. I thought that was pretty wild. How, how culture, um, like in, in Exeter, New Hampshire, we have the UFO Festival September 7th. Um, yeah. I love how culture takes these things and just. We love our, our lores, I think. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, pretty cool. You can find a as as every mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I think everyone kind of. Every state or every region kind of embraces that, and that's, and, you know, that's pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm. I just yeah. want to answer Brian's question real quick. I actually um, – there's quite a few reports of dogmen in Arizona. And mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting because it's not just the hyena type, but it's the wolf type that I get too. In fact, Tucson has quite a few. There's a place in Tucson called Miracle hey, Mile. You know, And My if you My don't mind. know what Miracle Mile is, back in the 90s and the early 2000s, that place was known for its prostitutes. So – a lot of reports of Dogman come from a stretch of road on Miracle Mile and Roller Coaster Road. So there's a lot more than people think. Is that by right. Route 66 at all? No, no,
1: no. I, I'm what, mm-hmm. I'll, have to, I'll have to Google that, my friend. That's pretty fucking wild. So this mm-hmm. thing breeds, or I, which is weird because if he can be seen in Arizona, people see the dogman in Michigan and Maine. So I guess he mm-hmm. can be in all types of habitats? Or do you think this is a difference? So. Is there a wolfman, dogman, werewolf? Is there certain types of dogmen, you think?
2: Um, I think there's different variations that we're seeing, you know, and I think these different variations have acclimated to where they're being seen the most. And I kind of believe that they follow their creeks, like Lyle Blackburn will tell you, is that they follow the creeks, (laughs) you know, so I think they follow the riverbeds. And I think if they find a place Mm -hmm. that's suitable for them to live, that has prey and water or even vegetation for all we know, then they'll take up residence there.
0: Yeah, that was actually a line from the Legend of Boggy Creek. They always follow the waterways.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. just like the natives did. That's where all yeah. the colonies, where the Native Americans, because that's where you survive. You need water to drink. Might as well stay close. You know, make sure right, you shit right. downstream, not upstream.
2: Right, <laughs> yeah. and I think a lot of people are fooled into thinking that Arizona is just like that Looney Tunes desert where it's you know it's flat and there's nothing but cactus and vultures, but it's not really like that. It's really not. We have you know the Mogollon Rim where the Mogollon Monster has been seen. So we do have mountain ranges that are very lush and very green. In fact, in my town right now because of all the monsoon rain we're getting, it's more green than anybody would ever imagine. It's it's crazy to see.
1: No shit. Wow. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I've never really been past Iowa or I've never been to Texas. I pictured Texas in Arizona Mexico with fucking tumbleweeds and rock mm-hmm. hotels and just but no shit, that's cool. So you've been everywhere, right. man. You grew up in Massachusetts, now you're on the West Coast looking to do your yeah. thing.
2: That's yeah. Yeah. So the traveling man as Ricky Nelson would say.
1: <laughs> I love it. Oh, Brian's back. Good question, Bree. Do you, do you think cryptids,
0: alien spirits are under the same umbrella?
2: I think so. I think so. I think there's a connection to all of them somehow. Do we right. know the connection yet? Not yet, but I right. do think they are connected. I definitely do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, we we're talking about um about the dog band. You know, it's really big here in Texas also.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes, and there's actually like a place called the Hill Country, which is like between Austin and San Antonio. And a lot of that is really, really rocky terrain, a lot of uh, hills, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, They're seen there, so there's not a lot of what I would call brush as far as cover, but there's definitely lots of peaks and valleys and gullies and uh, ravines for them to get down and hide. If there was one walking, you'd never see it, you know. uh, So like in the early 1800s, right outside of San Antonio, there's a place called Converse, Texas. I used to live right next to there in a place called universal city right and when i was living in, in universal city i was working and a guy we got to talk and he told me that there was a thing that there was a creature called uh, the converse werewolf and mm-hmm. it's from the 1800s you know yeah. so these these creatures go back probably a lot further than what we think
2: oh yeah i mean there's even like tales of the native americans encountering these things
0: right
2: you know some tribes call them the shunkawarican they kind of you know put them in the same group as the carry-off dogs these you know big creatures that used to come in and kill their dogs in their camps you know is it possible that they are the same thing maybe you know I mean I can't really say right and
0: even like in Mexico uh like what Aztecs were at they had what was called a lowly zone you know mm-hmm. which, you know which the Aztecs claim to have seen you know and yet you know I can't remember what year the Aztecs were around but you know it's back when they were building their little pyramids out there and Right, they're, they're not little. I've, I've climbed those doggone things, and I don't think what kind of oh, cave that's in.
1: The Aztecs and the Incas and all that shit. So, was yep. the cave drawings, Joe? Is that why, like the old school at like, the pyramids, you see, they always see like eyes in the sky? They think there was UFOs back in Egypt and shit. Is that what you're talking right.
0: about, mm-hmm. Joe? You saw well, more here. of uh of just you know folklore handed down, you know, word of yep. mouth. Yep. You know, but it, well, yeah, it, like it, ancient
2: it, Egyptians. You know, ancient Egyptians had Anubis, right? you know, a dog-headed god, so is it because they saw something in Egypt? I That's like right. to think so.
0: And You know, it's what I always Sky go back to. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Like
0: yeah I always go back to World whenever ancient civilizations talk about this stuff, mm-hmm. how did they know to talk about it? Like, we could all sit here and talk about a head, you know, a, a guy with a dog's head because we see it. We're exposed to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whenever the the ancient uh Egyptians talk about it. People from Samaria times talk about it. It makes you wonder what they actually saw to talk about. Yeah. So. Yeah. And
2: I think they really put them all in the category of they were like deities. They were gods of some sort.
1: Yeah. and
2: I think that came from how abnormal, how unusual they really are. Because, you know, they saw something that wasn't human. They saw something that was an animal walking upright. So they're like, oh, this is a god sent from whatever. You know, I think that's how it became so ingrained in these different cultures.
0: Right. right, and Eric Eason, the Viking, when he got here, he said that the men here were big, hairy, and smelly. You know? yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Like, so. But uh, you it know, before we, were, years, man. before we came on the air, we were talking, and you caught my interest with the devil monkeys. What are devil monkeys?
2: Oh, devil monkeys. Well, there's a lot of speculation, some people mm-hmm. will say they're a smaller version of Bigfoot. Other people will tell you that they're not related to Bigfoot. I don't think they are, okay? Because physical description, they look more like a very large baboon, okay? And they're mm. hyper-aggressive. Like anybody that's had an encounter with devil monkeys will tell you that they're just jerks. They're not nice guys. Right. And you know they, they are primate of some sort. How they got here, I don't know. You know, Lauren Coleman's even talked about them. So, I mean, do they, is there a chance that they exist? I think so. I think there's something definitely to this devil monkey thing. And it could have started out where maybe baboons got loose somehow in the States and these baboons just grew and evolved. You know, I mean, I had a report here in Arizona where a guy said he saw baboons on his ranch that these baboons were coming down five or six of them at a time were coming down, killing his chickens and chasing his pigs. What you know, and fuck? ranchers know animals, okay? If you know anything about ranchers in Arizona, they know the animals. They know the sounds. They know the smells. So for this guy to tell me I saw baboons here in Arizona, you know, I started looking into that, and I'm like, sounds like devil monkeys.
1: Right. So, Fucking hmm? Wizard of Oz monkeys, motherfucker. The witch is wicked. Witch is sending them after you. Did you All imagine right? a monkey flying at you? That's horrifying. No, thank you. Yeah. And like you say, dude, these guys are farm ranchers. They've seen it all. They know mm-hmm. their animals, dude. And yeah, it's funny to get back to the the, the animal worshiping too. People worship cows and shit. I think just mm-hmm. if it's an odd animal at the time. But what do you guys stand? I've been dying to ask you, both either of you, both of you. What do you stand on the flying ones, the big flying birds? Aren't those seen in Texas? These pterodactyl yeah. type, yeah, yeah, Thunderbird. Thunderbird. thunderbirds, thunderbirds. Yeah. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Yep. do you stand That's on that? Both I of you? believe
2: it. I believe in yeah. it. I mean, personally, I believe in it because I've been looking into the the lore of the indigenous people, the different tribes, and a lot of these tribes really hold the thunderbird as something secret. Right. So I think there is definitely something to that. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> ask about the flying monkeys. You know, yeah, until one attacks you, dude. Monkeys yeah. are strong as fuck. Anyway, they get the opposable thumbs. Then you got one flying at you and grabbing you, bring you back to Wizard of Oz. You ain't gonna be laughing, Brian. <laughs>
2: Dude, those flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz used to scare the crap out of me, man. I hated that's those the things. With thing Ash, I, oh
1: yeah, I used to. I remember as a kid, turn my back.
2: Oh, yeah, Ashley, hey, guys, that's hey, my girl right there. Yep. Oh, is it? Oh, hey mm-hmm.
1: Ashley. Gosh, what's up? You. Uh, She's actually a
2: researcher too. She specializes crazy, crazy, crazy in. Crazy Bachman. guy I'm
1: here. Yeah. Well, that's Bachman, cool. Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, then that's it's my, girl, that. it's my girl,
1: Heather. That's my girl. She's a witch. She does witch and life guide show every other <laughs> Wednesday on Paranormal King Radio Network. She talks about witches and Salem and how to make your days better, full moon, all that shit. So shout out to Heather oh, Kim and my girl witch, and she's a witch. That's what. This nice. is. That's actually her symbol in the background. It is not mine. No matter how.
2: Oh sweet, that's awesome.
1: So yeah, sweet. what's everybody's thoughts on time travel? I'll let you guys go. That's wild stuff. Oh,
2: time travel, I would definitely like to believe is possible. I mean, if they ever learn how to do it, please let me know. Because I'd love to travel into different parts of time, dude. I'd mess with so many things on purpose. I'd be that one Would jerk. Be that first,
1: um, Would be you your
2: know, first, dude. Would be your first, Ryan. I'd probably go back to like you know, around the time Christopher Columbus came around. That way, I could just like misdirect him and go like, you know, go back. Nobody wants you here. So
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Fucking Chris Columbus.
2: Oh yeah, be like, God. no, no, go back that way. Nobody wants you here, dude. We don't like you. Bye. Keep sailing, yeah, leave no. all your
1: disease and shit up. Leave all your disease in Europe.
2: <laughs> exactly, yes. And yeah, Brian, they do say that. You know, and it's funny because a lot of tribes will tell you that if settlers had listened to the tribes when they first got here, if they had just treated the tribes right and treated the land right, these cryptids wouldn't be coming out like they are.
1: Right. right. Way yeah. to go. He's sent mm-hmm. by the – I mean, he's in there's a lot of Stephen King movies in the background. Um, Heather also asked what that documentary I watched the other day about the guy from the future. You guys check it out. The guy from th- uh, 3033 is this guy that came from the future. I guess they saw him in New York. you got to watch a documentary. Long story mm-hmm. short, you got, an, he, got he was uh, stealing water. He stole water, and I guess he said in the future, water is free. So they got him. They couldn't find any ID on him. They couldn't fingerprint him, never came up, couldn't find any fingerprints. The whole nine had to let him go. He claimed he was from wow. the future. Oh, it fucking blew my mind. He says, oh, yeah, goes the blackout's going to happen in, at uh, 2085, the big blackout for five years, and then if everything hits a fan and then we move to Mars, and I go, wow. So I don't know if I was telling the truth, but you want your mind blown? Because um, I guess later on he said he had a chip in his hand, and then he left oh. the interview, and the next day, dude, the guy was found burned in a park with his, his left hand cut off the chip in it, like the fucking future people found out and took his hand, so no one would. prove
2: it. that's it's messed up. Nuts.
1: The man from 3033, dude, yeah, he wears a mask the whole time. And he goes, I got hair now in the future, we don't have hair because of radiation. And he goes, I might help my hair grew back because when they found him, he was completely shaved like powder, he had no eye. L- oh, yeah, anyway, wow, anyway, yeah, Interesting. check that out, man. Man from 3033,
2: 30, yeah, I wrote it down.
1: Weird. Please do. Nice it's- night.
2: Yeah, if you guys ever want to talk about Mothman and stuff like that, though, check out Ashley, dude. She knows her stuff on that department. You yeah. said you hate that guy. What oh, Mothman
1: talk, hate Ryan him. hates that guy. Ryan, you hate Mothman?
2: Yeah, you know, he and I, we go back a long ways, and, you know, there were some things that were done, and, I, you know, we're trying to blame each other for it, and right. nobody really knows the real story except for me and him, and we're not telling anybody anytime soon. So
1: I love okay. that. Uh, I'll get it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. He's more that. of a, we'll a Flatwoods monster guy. That's why he's cheating on him. There
2: you go. Yeah, right? See, there you go. Um, so where do you stand? So in the Bridgewater
1: Triangle, man.
2: You know, that's one place that I regret. I have never, I've never been there in all my time. I, I learned about it after I moved out of Massachusetts, and I was so angry, dude. I was so mad. I'm like, how did I learn about this after I moved away? I am so mad right now. Well, but... you
1: come back, and I'm getting a hotel down there. We're going to fucking go together. I'll, I'll oh, now three we're hour drive from Maine. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned Lauren Coleman. I'm friends with Lauren. I met him, the cryptozoology king. Have you ever been to International Crypto uh, Zoology Museum in Maine?
2: Not yet, but I know a lot of people. I know someone that actually works there. My buddy, Nate Brislin actually works there. So I get to see uh, pictures of that place. Yeah,
1: Nate's a good day. He's a he's a good young shit who's got a smart, smart brain in that head when it comes oh, to all this yeah,
2: stuff. dude. Nate is freaking brilliant, dude. I like to think of Nate as my child, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, there's a question by Troy.
0: What did it say? Sorry, I like to talk. There you go. What, what about we had on video
2: from South America? That was pretty interesting. Mm, yeah, Ooh, you know right? that could be a duende. If you know what duende are, they're fae. They're from the fae category, and you really want to respect the duende. You don't mess with these guys, okay? Duende are known to actually come in and abduct children. Right. You know they will steal kids right from the cradle. You know, if it's you don't Krampus. Yeah I mean if you don't respect them, it's like you know, they're gonna make you pay for your disrespect. Wow. Do is I that think it's like German something folklore
1: or is that Australian? That's not um, American, the Fe, is it?
2: actually. The Duende and the Fey, it goes from Irish, Scottish, Celtic, Viking, even to Native Americans here in the States. So all these different people from across the world believe in something that's very, very similar. You know, right. and when that happens, you gotta really start looking into that going, you know what? Maybe there's something to this. You know, in yeah. fact, a nice little story for you guys is I saw a little person not too far off from where I had my dogman encounter. Okay. It was a very, very brief encounter. I was walking with my dog Duke down in the riverbed where I take him for his river run. And we kept hearing this weird noise. It sounded like the, you know, that trilling sound that the predator makes it's, it was similar to wow. that, but it was more high pitched. It was much more high pitched. And I'm looking <laughs> at it going, okay, there's, there's no birds here that make that. Okay. So what is making this? And, we we're going further and deeper in and we kept hearing the sound over and over and over again and as we went around the bends like right on the embankment there was this little person that was maybe about a not even a foot and a half high he's standing there holding a little stick and you can see he's got rabbit furs on him and everything and he just kind of looks at me like oh whatever and just walks up the hill
1: oh yeah it's a fucking leprechaun or a little like a little hobbit wow Yeah.
2: And it's like this dude was kind of like looking at me, kind of talking shit, like, "Oh, it's just you, Pfft, whatever." He's a an little head.
1: hobbit.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> yep.
0: Hey, so what? you mentioned leprechaun. What do you think
2: leprechauns are? Do you think That's they're some kind amazing. of
0: elemental? Or do you think
2: they're an alien? I think they're fey. I think they're earth spirits. They're elementals that you know they'll show themselves to the people that deserve to see them. I don't think they're really extraterrestrials or anything like that. I think they belong here you know, and their earthly origins and they're something very, very special and very, very sacred. Right.
0: Mm. Yeah. Cause you do hear, uh, I guess like the UFO alien connection with them, which kind of makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, I've always thought they were some kind of elemental also. You know?
2: Yeah. I think maybe extraterrestrials know of them, you know, and maybe the ETs know that these things are more deserving and smarter than we are.
0: Yeah. I think they are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, think most of these are <laughs> I agree, Joe. Yeah.
0: Um, The Wendigo, what what got you involved with that? What got you interested in that subject?
2: That's funny with the Wendigo because, you know, like I would hear a lot of different people cover the Wendigo on their channels and they would always show depictions of this, you know, this quadrupedal stag headed creature. And I'm like, you know, is this really what the Wendigo is or what is it? So I started looking into it more and more. And I learned that everything we thought we knew about the Wendigo, 98% of that is false. Okay. The stag headed thing that we see that was never, ever a part of the original Algonquin Wendigo lore. A Wendigo is somebody that actually gets possessed by a spirit or an entity and slowly transforms and becomes a part of the Wendigo. And I like to tell people that there's two different aspects to the Wendigo. You have the Wendigo, which is the, the spirit that's all around in the wilderness, right? And then you have a Wendigo. That's when a person gets possessed by the spirit and it slowly transforms and it becomes part of the greater entity. So I started digging more and more into the Wendigo and I found that like so much that we thought we knew was false. Okay. And there were cases of people allegedly becoming Wendigo. Swift runner, the most well known.
1: Holy fucking mom, I gotta pick my job off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because being in Maine, that's what we beat our drum to. I mean, we got UFOs and aliens and ghosts and shit, but really yeah. it's the Wendigo because King and up North Adirondacks and all that shit, and alagash I mean, and they talk right. big about the natives. And what I've seen even on the local beer sometimes, you see like a caribou head with big wings. It looks like a, one of those in, uh, Native American pole things. And, right, the totals. Yeah, and it's nothing even close to that, you say.
2: that's cr- No, wow. no. In fact, if you were to actually look into see- seeing what these really looked like, they look like you and I, except, you know, their skin is pulled very taut over their skeleton and wow. they start chewing their own lips. The, the hunger they have, the eternal hunger they have, they the choose their to go The possessed
1: or the real to go. chews its lips?
2: The possessed one. The possessed one. Okay. So, and, you know, they get emaciated and they're constantly hungry. So no matter what they eat, the more they eat, the hungrier they get. But they can never satisfy that hunger. It's so what does an Indigo
1: eat? Thing? A Wendigo eat other animals? People? I mean, no, I don't
2: Wendigo Correct. want one thing. They want human flesh.
1: Wendigos just eat humans. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. How do you know if you've turned or someone's turned? I mean, they morph into it. Do they fucking lose it all?
2: Well, there's signs. There's a lot of signs that they would say that the person that got possessed would actually up. know. They would know they got possessed and they would tell you, you know, I'm turning Wendigo.
1: I'm turning so, Wendigo. They know. Tell
2: yeah. So what right? they would do is the tribes would try to kind of hold this person in one place They would usually tie them to their beds or whatever. And they actually had different methods of stopping the transformation. And some of them were very simple. Beef tallow, beef fat. They felt that heated beef fat, once you boiled it and you fed it to the person becoming a Wendigo, it would do a couple of things. It would stop the hunger. And then it would thaw out their bones and their heart, thus stopping the Wendigo from taking hold.
1: What a fucking trip.
2: Mm -hmm. Wow. If you didn't catch it in time, though, if you let somebody become a full Wendigo then they would attack the entire tribe. They would attack nearby towns, and you would ultimately have to kill these people. And in order to do that, you'd have to use a silver dagger and dig out their heart and I was burn just going to say, it reminds me of werewolf
1: vampire shit. Yes, right. I was going to yeah. say, it reminds me of vampire lore. Wow. There's a
2: lot of hybridization. What happened is the Europeans and the Germans and the Nordic interbred their tales with the Algonquin and the Cree and the Ojibwe. So that's why people think Wendigo is a werewolf or the Wendigo is a stag-headed character, The stag headed thing comes from the Nordic tales, the Nordic legends. But the original Cree, Ojibwe, and Algonquin never said it had a stag head.
1: And they were here first. This is their land, really. Think about the Vikings came over way after. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's killer, Hollywood! Are you listening? A hey, fucking man, this dude knows <laughs> up. I mean, I know my shit on what I know, but you're 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 schooling this historian. Holy shit, I got my tail between my legs. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm officially when go. I, I took a lot of pride in the cryptid shit. I know Joe's got mm-hmm. aliens covered in Bigfoot, but wow, we got a know a, a lot of knowledge between us three. I could talk. And your you said your girlfriend does a show. She admits she yeah. meets your child. She says.
2: <laughs> yeah, she does so a show called a- On Wednesdays We Talk Weird. You should check her oh, out. She's fantastic.
1: Killer. Mm-hmm. I love that. I know my shit. I'll be a guest. <laughs> I'm not I got no Both. shame here. I'll still promote. Adam, um, she's so.
2: great, man. She will school you on Mothman from beginning to end, dude. She knows so much
1: stuff. Oh, I've got to go to Point Pleasant so bad. Joe, you've been to Point Pleasant? You ever been? I never have, it's but
2: that's yeah, that's that's on my bucket list. Maybe next year I'll She goes there all the time. She'll okay. tell you about it. She goes there all the time. Yeah, maybe next year I'll be there.
1: Pine Barrens, maybe New Jersey. Go, there you, go. Where do you stand there on the you devil. Go. You haven't talked a lot about the devil. What do you stand on Jersey? You think it's he's dead by now? Some say he reproduced. I mean, what do you think on him? Maybe I think he's still years? there.
2: I think the Jersey Devil is still there. It's one of the cryptids that I, I fell in love with. I totally fell in love with the Jersey Devil. And Ashley and I did a show on that not too long back. And I think there's something to it. I think it's more supernatural. I'm not sure the Jersey Devil would quantify as a cryptid. I think there's something very paranormal about him. But I do believe it's still out there. I really do.
1: Yeah. People love them. They named a the hockey team after the fucking night. People, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. People love their cryptids, man. That's killer. Wow. I love that shit. As they
2: said, man, the cryptids are our love, man.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Everybody thinks that, you know, like you say, even Joe said earlier, it's all under one umbrella, right? Aliens, cryptids, More paranormal. Less. Whatever, man. I love witches. I love, uh, oh, you know, Gloucester, Massachusetts. They see mermaids on the coast of there. Uh, I have heard that. I
2: have yeah, heard that. Kind of i, yeah, kind of I never saw one i mean i you know i went to all the lakes and the oceans that massachusetts was nearby i never saw a mermaid unfortunately maybe someday <laughs> i don't know i've got a story for you ryan and i may have told you this story adam but, uh,
0: but I'll, I'll tell ryan for sure okay. um uh, i was talking to this lady i stopped at a gas station out by the the forest where we're going out doing our, our bigfoot thing mm-hmm. and my friend big dog has a has this big truck got the Yeti stickers and Bigfoot stickers all over his truck? <laughs> he does, right yeah. on. No, oh, it's a badass truck. And it is. I went in there to buy some ice, and the lady goes, "Hey, whose truck is that?" And I said, "That's my friend's truck." And she's like, "Well, I saw one one time," and I'm like, "Really?" So she told oh. me the story about her seeing one in uh, what is it, the Big Bear Mountains in California or Bear okay. Mountain, California. Hmm. She saw one there. She and she didn't know who. Uh, she thought it was just a guy. She goes, "But he was about 200 feet away." She goes, "He was." He was huge. She goes wow. even from that distance. She goes even from that distance. I would say, man, he's a big guy. I said, if someone is two hundred feet away from you, you're like, that's a big dude. He's got to be a big dude, you know. Well, uh, it's a full anyway, way, way, so yeah. Me, you know, she told me that story, and then she says, I got something else to tell you. She says, you're probably gonna think I'm crazy. You know, I said, Nah, tell me anyway. So she told me <laughs> she was swimming. I don't remember if she was in the Pacific or if she was in a lake or whatever, but she was at her, she was visiting her grandparents. Mm-hmm swimming off this pier and she said for years she would see this big like crevice at the bottom you know she always wanted to go down there but it was too deep for her to go so as she got older she could swim a little bit deeper so she was going down there she was said she almost got to the bottom and she realized she was running out of air and she wasn't gonna be able to make it up back to the top Mm -hmm. so she stopped and she was trying to get her way back up to the top and she said she was just about out of air and she just said well this is it you know this is where i'm gonna die right well she mm-hmm. saw these two hands come in front of her face like this and open up and like a big air bubble came and she was able oh. to bring that air bubble in and she made it pop to whoa yeah. yeah so what was wow. that was that a mermaid was that an underwater
1: extraterrestrial you know
0: a water
2: spirit maybe
1: well water spirit yeah so mm. wow, wow. That's a choir choir boy version of the creature of the Black Lagoon. All I can see is this big mermaid letting her go. That's an underwater angel because they say that, I guess, almost like any other water creature, these mermaids, some are good and some are bad. Sirens, they call them. Some can be kind of like, "Eh," and some can save you. It depends on which one you get, I guess. I never seen one either, unfortunately, but. Wow, that's a trip. Underwater lights. Oh, I've seen those. and I live up, on mm-hmm. Maine, off the coast of Maine, Casco Bay, where we've seen Cassie, Casco Bay Sea Serpent. Kind of like, um, what's that one in Michigan? They have that water creature. What the fuck is it? Or is it uh, Upper New York? Champ. Champagne?
2: Yeah, uh, Lake yeah. Champlain? Lake Champlain, yep.
1: So, yeah, it's something like that off Maine and stuff. And I saw these underwater lights one time, and I don't know, man, maybe I'm crazy. i I don't do acid, so I don't know what the fuck it was, but water is pretty crazy. Ryan, do you venture in any water creatures? Do you, do you do that? I mean, do you, you say you kind of look for mermaids, but.
2: Um, I mean, you know, I'm starting to get into the aquatic cryptids now. Thanks to Ashley. She loves those things. <laughs> but you know, with a, with a native American lore though, you kind of learn that water is very sacred with these things that water holds energy. Okay. Right. And so a lot of these cryptids might actually flourish in the water because it's so powerful. And this is where they get their energies from. You know, wow. they might be some kind of spirits, poagonocks in a way, animal spirits, or, you know, dream spirits that they manifest themselves somehow.
0: Right. And any kind of spirit, um, really. You think about yeah. It, yeah. Wow. And a little really yeah. side note
2: for you, Adam. You're in Maine. There is a Bigfoot called the Wendigo. It's spelled different than Wendigo, it's spelled with an I rather than an E. But the Wendigo wow. is up in Maine. You have that in your direction. That's, that's what I was referring to when I said Genosqua. The stone giants.
1: Don't oh, yeah. Oh, fucking guy knows more about the state, my state, than I do. I should be ashamed. I should be. I'm locked <laughs> off. Let's get it. That's Oh, that's good. I could probably teach you some shit and different things too. I know my my yeah. history and my, like I said, my murder scenes. But I'm fucking. That's awesome, dude. I love when people know their shit, and uh, yeah. you're spot on. And even Joe. Joe's always known his shit. I've, been, I've stole the whole fucking show from him. But um, <laughs> that's man. cool, man. I don't mind at all. So, do you follow, like, USOs unidentified submerging objects and get them off New Brunswick? These UFOs that go into the water and they don't come up oh. for, like, months. And then they they think, this, they think there's a city underneath, like a city of Atlantis. I mean, I'm open to all that shit. I'm, you must be, right, Ryan? Yeah, I'm open to
2: it. I'm definitely open to it. You know, I would love to see proof that there's an underwater city. And I would love to see all that stuff. You know, I don't want to discount it. I like to think the world is really fantastical. That there's all these scientific elements. It's <laughs> like, all sci-fi. It's like a big sci-fi movie. I love thinking like that.
0: Well, you know, yeah, we know yeah. we we know more about the moon than we do about our own
2: oceans. So. This is true. This is true. This is why I keep telling everybody that I think the megalodon is still out there. It's a little fantasy I like to encourage that the megalodon <laughs> is still out there swimming around. We just haven't seen them. So, right.
1: And as far as I'm concerned, until someone, it's easier to prove you can't prove that they don't exist because if you don't have a dead carcass or something, like, well, no, no, they don't. "Ah," But like Joe says, it's funny to bring that touch back on that real quick. When I wear my, my ghost hunting shirts, or my monster shirts, I always get that one old lady at a store going, Oh, I, I, you like that? I like big, they always open up when they see your shirts or stickers or something like I'll go to restaurants with Heather. I'll go, is this place haunted? Well, Sometimes cops go flying. I go, oh, tell me more. If you treat them <laughs> on, they'll tell you. And I think people see more shit than they do. They're just afraid to admit it. You guys agree to that? I think people I'm see glad. shit and don't want to sound crazy or sound like they want attention. They just shut I up. I think
2: it's easier for them nowadays. I think because so many people are coming forward with their UFO encounters, their alien abductions, their their ghost sightings, their cryptid sightings. I think people feel a lot more comfortable than they did, you know, many years back. Because you're not called crazy nowadays.
0: No, I agree. So. So do you get that, Ryan? Do you get people who who will come up to you, whether it's friends, family, strangers?
2: Oh, yeah. 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 In fact, not too long ago, when I was doing my own investigation, my dogman investigation, (laughs) I had a guy that I had never met before. He actually stopped me while I was down there. It was kind of odd coming across another person where I go. It was kind of like, ooh, this seems kind of dangerous. But he (laughs) wants to talk to me because he told me, you know, hey, you should be really careful in this area. And I'm like, well, why? What's going on, man? And he's like, well... I was here the other day and I saw a couple of things. So first thing he told me was he saw a family of what looked like bipedal hyenas. You can see where I get really interested in that. Cause I'm like, Oh, bipedal hyenas. eh? Oh, so man. he saw a male, a female and a baby. Wow. Okay. So that really caught my curiosity. But then he went on to tell me that he saw some kind of, it looked like a human being, but it was bald with really, really pale white skin, which would be a, a pale crawler, one of those cave dwellers. So this guy started telling me about how he saw it, how it was moving what he watched it do? Cause I guess he watched it for about 10 minutes. He was in the thick bush watching this thing eat.
1: Did it watch him? Oh, it didn't, so it didn't no. see him though.
2: No, Ooh. I didn't know it was, there. he was there, but he watched it eat. Like it was picking up, you know, veggies and stuff and eating roots. Wow. And then with the, uh, the canine, the hyena family, he said that he saw them eating a dead javelina. And he did show me where the body was and there were bones left over. So, oh, bones, not much meat, created, to clean, right? Either he created one hell of a story or he really did see this stuff. So, I do get people that come up to me and say, Hey, I know what you do, and I know you're not going to think I'm crazy. So, I saw this over here, or this happened this one time to me, and they'll open up to me, right?
1: That's cool, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the fucking you're the monster guy of the group. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, tell Ryan, you know what I mean? That's cool. Yep. I I don't talk to my family much. They're all like family people. I'm the only one that got married and kids and shit. I got a girlfriend, she's got kids, but everybody else nice. did their own thing. So I'm out doing my thing. So it once in a while, especially around Halloween time, they'll send me things. Oh, here's something. And I usually know where it is already. I go, Oh, yeah, thanks. But Very <laughs> send cool. me yeah. a spot. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that's you cool. cool think you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. people send
0: me articles. I'm like, okay, this is old, you know, but I don't tell them. them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool, right? Mm -hmm.
1: You know? I get some shit, but it's fun. At least least you know they give a shit, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So so what part of Massachusetts did you grow up in, man? Southern?
2: Oh, God, let's see. I lived in Southbridge, Massachusetts. I lived in Charlton, Worcester. I used to live in Connecticut with my brother for a while, Colchester, Connecticut. So, You know know what that place is like, Adam? There's woods everywhere. No matter where you are (laughs) in New England, there's just Woods as far as the eye can see.
1: There's, I mean, really, I mean, unless you go like downtown Boston, I mean, yeah, or, like I mean, Hartford, Connecticut, other than that, and even there, there's more trees than there is probably New York. But yeah, yeah dude, New England loves its history and trees in Connecticut, or even, mm-hmm. even, um, um, would you say, uh, Worcester is like an old school, a historical type town. Oh, um, yeah, no shit. So, you, did you ever do Plymouth Rock or anything when you were out there for the fuck of it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah
2: definitely. definitely. I mean, Plymouth Rock was something I went to with my family all the time, dude. It was just like a regular visit for me.
1: No, oh, that's dope. So that's cool. So this has been in your blood and family. All this shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, like oh, you yeah. said, you grew up on movies. My buddy's a big Creature of the Black Lagoon fan. I'm a big Jason oh, too. fan.
2: Yeah. Uh, I love the Gilman, dude. The Gilman is like uh, my favorite. I, I hold him to my heart, dude.
1: Yeah. I was like, what's your all-time favorite if you had to pick one? Is it Frankenstein? Is it really Mo- uh, Creature?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I fell in love with the Creature. The first time I saw that movie, I think I was like five years old. And I just instantly, dude, I, that was it. That was my monster right there. And I was like, oh, kill man. So. Oh,
1: that's killing. Mm-hmm. When the chick's swimming in the water and he's underneath her and she's just swimming right. with a white shirt. and He's like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, they actually thought that scene was pornographic back in the 50s when it first came out.
1: I fucking believe it. I believe yeah, that. They, I, it. they uh, cut
2: a lot out of it. They cut so much out of that scene because they felt that the underwater ballet was too erotic, It was almost pornographic for the time.
1: Yeah, and crazy. now Whack wins Music of the Year awards. So you tell me how right, far we've right,
2: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, Gilman, I'm such a great. big fan of Gilman, I did a sculpture of him that I have to finish up. So, oh, as an artist, I, if you want, I can show it to you. I can grab it real quick.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah grab it because I want oh. to ask Joe what those old school movie guy is. Oh, I have to say, for me, Joe, it's probably gonna be fucking the Wolfman. I watched the Wolfman man so many times. That's uh, what I was gonna say. Uh, we're in All the right. woods, and it's black and white. and You get the gypsy go show me your hand. The satanic star shows up on his hand. He's
2: missing an arm at this point, but
1: oh, he's done battle.
2: Here's an idea of how big he is.
1: Yeah, wow, yeah, that's okay. a good three feet, so, two and a half, three feet. Yeah, I love his hand.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that webbing. That looks yeah. bad. I don't know how well you can see it, but yeah. It's really well textured. Right Does he
1: stand up on a platform? Can he stand up on his own? Does he get like a? He's gonna have a on? base.
2: I'm gonna create a base, base for him where there's artificial water around him. Oh, oh dude, nice. he's
1: bigger than your head. That's sick. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice big one. Yeah, yeah,
2: he's a good size. So, so you, yeah, us, man, I mean, mine, mine oh,
1: was ahead, a wolf, man. That,
0: that was my favorite. Yes, uh, it was too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he fine. goes
1: to the store, and then the gypsy, and then just the wood scene, and he comes around the bush of uh, the tree. It's ah, the black and whites, man. I don't give a shit what kids say. That's where it's at. Nosferatu, fucking Agreed. Uh, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, actually, uh, Phantom uh, of the
0: Opera. Uh, because I'm in printing, so I do like posters and stuff. So mm-hmm. I want to do you know, a, uh a poster of like of all the old school monsters: Frankenstein, Dracula, you know, uh, the, the mummy. man. Mummy, yeah, the uh, yeah, the Mummy. Well, I, I want to put the them pictures, off. Joe. I, like I
2: got plenty of pictures here. for you.
1: Yeah, I tell you, man, did these creatures come from cryptids in the past? Everything's based on reality. Stephen King will tell you that.
2: To oh, an yeah. extent, it
1: came off an idea from something. So the wolfman didn't really come from the wolf lore like they believe in fucking Europe. Look that. at the Mexican kid that had the fur on his face, you know? I mean.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But
0: it, it makes me wonder about Spielberg, about how much stuff he knows, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right on top of oh, the yeah. aliens. The government admits there's aliens now. Oh, yeah, there yeah. is an Area 51. You cocksucking liars. For 30 years, you told us no.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we well, government, no lie remember. to us. I mean, Stephen King grew up in Maine, so he heard tales of the Wendigo.
1: Right.
2: You know, he grew up on that stuff, so I'm sure he does believe in it.
1: Look at Cujo. There's a devil dog. Mm-hmm. Rottweiler, that's or a St. Bernard or Rottweiler? It was a uh, St. Bernard. Bernard yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It ate fucking, it ate license plates and people. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Killer canines, man. What do you stand on? Snakes and shit, Ryan. you believe in big boa constrictor type things and shit? Like
2: oh, Gargantuin? I definitely think that. Yeah, the mega boa. Yeah, I think they're definitely a possibility. I mean, and they probably don't live here me. in the streets, but deep in the jungles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think they could be out there. I wouldn't want to see sure. one, but, you know, I think they're out there
1: rainforest well, be, and shit like
2: that. Even in, uh, <laughs> even in the Everglades, they got some huge ones in the Everglades. Yeah, well, you know, you got to remember in the Everglades, though, they're intrusive; they don't belong there. Right. You know, so the pythons are really wreaking havoc with crocodiles and stuff down in the Everglades. Yeah,
1: there's a prehistoric battle. Holy oh,
0: shit! Oh
2: yeah, yeah, it's an invasive species. They didn't belong there. They weren't originally from there. So the people that let these things out, it really screwed up the environment. Yeah, it's, they it's don't adapt bad.
1: very well. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Brian says, "Great show, everybody. I'm loving the show, man. Uh, Brian's good shit. Brian does old, uh, what is it? I'm trying. To, uh, shit, I should know this, but I'm pretty stoned. Old Town Adventures. It's basically old. He lives out in like Nevada and does like the old Wild West type shit, looking for wilder. Oh,
2: nice.
1: Small town adventures. Small town adventures. So that's Brian. What he so you should head out Brian. to
2: Arizona. Head out to Arizona, Brian. We have Old Tucson over here.
1: Shit." There you go, Brian. Brian's a good supporter. He rolls with the searchers, Shane Pittman and them, but he does his own mm-hmm. shit too. And he's right. he likes all my shit. He shares stuff. He's a good dude to have on your side. So thanks for awesome. tuning in so much, everybody. Brian, all the great yeah. questions, dude. Uh, hey, I got to ask you, Ryan, uh, what's your number one American and number one anywhere but America bucket list?
2: Okay, well, for non-America, I want to go to Japan. I absolutely have to go to Japan just because I love Godzilla so much. You know, yes. I got to stomp around the streets of Japan and kind of pull a Godzilla imitation. You know, chase some people down the street. Maybe a-
1: You know that shit a- everywhere. You know that shit everywhere. Merchandise. Right. And- Go to oh, Tokyo yeah. Bay
2: and just, you know, randomly ask some stranger, so when does Godzilla show up? You know, just <laughs> see what they do. Put on
1: a dinosaur suit and get in the water and come up from Tokyo. <laughs>
2: right? You see, the thing is, though, if they start firing at me, I'll be like, yo, man, come on. It's a prank, dude. <laughs> Fucking helicopters
1: I mean, and planes.
2: Wah, I want to go to Canada, though. I want to go to Canada, <laughs> and I actually want to spend a great deal of time out in the wilderness doing both Bigfoot and Wendigo research. I want to spend the time out in the snow in a cabin, just myself and my dog and maybe Ashley if she'll go, and just really immerse myself in some really, really deep research and see what happens.
1: Fucking A, Joe. You don't hear Canada much, do you, as a, as a, as a place to want to go? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a lot of friends mm-hmm. in Canada. And I, I keep oh, the they get with the polar
1: them. bear, or they get the uh, the abominable snowman up there too. I believe in that. They have the white bigfoot.
2: Mm-hmm. They get the no Squad up in Canada too.
1: Yeah, Norwals, right? The fucking yeah. those are crazy. Mm-hmm. Those are cryptids, uh, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and, and Canada is actually uh, one of the best places to spot a UFO, also. Yeah, They've yeah, got a lot that's what they say. Right
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I've I, I got friends in Canada. They send me stuff all the time. All the time. I got so like, pretty cool. Well my family's
2: Canadian, so I have to go up there. That's home turf for us. Okay.
0: There
2: you go. Well That's tell us cool. what you got coming up for yourself,
0: right? You got any trips planned or any investigations or any research oh, trips?
2: I don't have any trips planned right away. I'm actually facing a medical surgery here in the future. But oh, good. I Goodbye. I host a show. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Adam. I host a show with Ashley and we're always, always doing that. And she and I are always running the circuit doing guest spots and what i'll be doing is just you know digging deeper into the wendigo the yi Nararushi, the gugwi and i always post articles so if people want to learn stuff and read stuff you know add me on facebook and you can read my research firsthand
0: yeah what's the name of your show
2: it's monster radio and, and we, monster? it's on youtube it's on youtube and other platforms but we I'm upload subscribe and as soon as the
1: show's done brother i gotta check out some shit.
2: Minds awesome. me of Monster
1: Squad. Reminds me of the old Monster Squad movie. It is, yeah. Yeah. So you're but you got a regular show uh, like on Facebook and then it goes to YouTube.
2: No, no, it or goes on it- YouTube first, and then it goes to like Spreaker and all those other places. Ashley can tell you all the places it goes to. But we upload every Sunday, we record every Wednesday. In fact, we got a new episode coming up this Wednesday. It's the Flatwoods Monster.
1: She mentioned that, oh. yeah, in the comments. That's yeah. killer. Man, cool, I brought man. him up too. What are the odds of that? I got Dover Demon and I brought right? the Flatwoods. Both guys. Man, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're from a different cloth, Brian. We gotta fucking Yes, we we're are, man.
2: Up. We're gonna have to stay in touch, dude. We just did an episode on the Lizard Man Escape Skateboard Swamp. So oh, nice, dude. That's something yeah. to look into. That's a very, very interesting episode, and we did a really good job on that. Yeah, now so it'll be up soon on, yeah, on, yeah. on YouTube. It's already up. It's already over there, so you can. Cruise on over to the channel, Adam, and you can check out our nine episodes, I think it is. We're coming up on episode 10, I believe. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, Adam, Joe tell goes, our, everyone where they can find your stuff at, Adam.
1: Oh, I just want to say thanks so much for coming on. I'm sorry I talk a lot. You're, but you know what to expect, hey. Joe, so you fucking A. Because um, <laughs> I, I do my own show. I got my own show every Friday night on Paranormal King Radio Network. We reach about four countries. I, Ross Rapazzo is my boss. Um, Historically mm-hmm. Haunted Show is live every Friday. I talk to everybody from Tony Sperra to uh, UFO Fred, to... I try to get Lauren Coleman on, but I might get Nate on. Lauren's kind of feeling not that good. So I I try to get as much as I can on, and that's every Friday, and that's audio only, but that goes up. And then I got my Historically Haunted Vodcast every Tuesday from 7 to 8. I do that myself. Um, Sometimes I go solo and just talk, as you can tell I'm good at it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or I think I am, anyway. Um, And then I got my YouTube channel. Adam the Historian Ghost Hunter Man. I'm almost at 100 followers, 96. Um, I just went to... um, yeah, I just went to uh, like I said, past uh, Stephen King stuff. Went to a cemetery, Ooh. in the middle of the woods, and shit like that. So um, yeah, check that shit out. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm everybody subscribing be once the show
2: over, man. I'm jumping over to your channel and subscribing. So.
1: Oh, same. Fucking Joe never gets a bad guest. Joe doesn't have any <laughs> bad friends. Every time Joe's got someone on, and I get a friend request, I go or I send that out. I go, he's got a great people. You surround yourself with great people, Joe. You know that.
0: Yeah, I try to, man. And like I said, you know, you're one of the best guys out there, man. You really are. You're one of the best guys out there. You're one of the most genuine guys out there. And that's what I love about it. It means a dude. lot, dude. Yeah, and I don't like the NXT, ass, I don't...
1: You know, I to. Oh. You know, I like to smoke weed. I like to swear a little bit. I watch wrestling and I don't. I'm a big boy and I'm, I'm not a kiss ass man. I ain't shaving my beard. If they don't like me, don't watch me. Fuck them. I'm not a pretty boy. So I do my thing and I just don't give a fuck. And it seems to people seem to like it. I do get blocked a lot, but people seem to like it too, though. So it's 50 50. There you go. <laughs> but you go. I draw the right people like Ryan and Joe. I draw the people that. Are down to earth. You guys are my kin. You guys are like fucking.
2: Uh, Joe knows that.
1: Ryan, I just sent you a friend request before the show, but now talking to you, dude, fucking, I'm jazzed to look through your shit. So, oh yeah, man. I mean, if
2: you want me to, I can send the articles right to you, Adam. I always write up these really, really, really long articles. I love it, man. I just, I did a Skinwalker article not too long back, and people were calling it a work of art. So, you know,
1: wow, yeah. You come down to my area. We got to do a small convention or something because people need to know you, man. You're fucking okay. amazing, Joe's amazing, Thank um, you. and I got yeah. to have you and your girlfriend on my podcast because it's yes. visual. I it can have anybody. It's like it's like it is now. I can even have Joe okay. come on. Who gives a shit? And but All the right. audio thing can only be one at a time. Friday night, okay? It's on through the phone. So, but anyway, right. fucking Beyond the Woodline podcast is one of my favorite shows ever. I met Big Dog through him from Big Dog's random show. Got a shirt, and uh, Joe's one of the good ones, man. He. He likes shit. He shares shit, and he doesn't have ever a negative comment. If he does it keeps it yeah, to himself, I, he's better. a good guy. Yeah, yeah, you're a good guy, it. man. What a man love in this room. <laughs> That's
0: right. A lot of bromance going on. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, dude, man, you know I gotta have you on again, Ryan. So many more, uh, so much more to ask you.
2: Absolutely. Anytime, uh, bro. You, know, you got four you hours
0: of this fucking college. Jesus and, Christ. Man. I love that about you, man. But uh, thank you. Coming up on our hour here and. I got to give me some dinner and then I gotta okay. have me a real smoke and
2: uh,
0: call it a that night. guys.
2: All right. Well, hey, man, I definitely it was a pleasure coming on and talking yeah. to you guys. You guys are awesome, man.
0: Chat room, thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
2: So you ever want me back on? Just
0: to let night, me know. I'll be on tomorrow night also. And then in the next coming days, I'll have Big Dog on as a guest host. and I actually will have Shannon back as a guest host. It was originally a guest host. But awesome. Cool, man.
1: All right. fun, guys. guys. I appreciate your time and your friendship, bro.
0: Thank you, man. Love you,
1: Adam. Thanks, guys, for watching. Everybody in chat.